0: How's it going, everyone? I got two pretty crazy stories for you guys I think you will enjoy, so sit back, relax, and let's just jump right into it. So we're going to call the subscriber who submitted this first story, Daniel. Daniel was in fifth grade when this all happened, and there's a kid in his class who we're just going to call the spoiled kid. He's kind of just the kid who, like, when he wanted something, he always got it. And if he didn't get it, he would find a way to get it himself. You know what I mean? So anyways, in fifth grade was the first year that Daniel was, like, in his class. Or in fifth grade was the first year the kids were allowed, not just allowed in the computer class or the computer lab, but had a class in the computer lab. So basically they would go there and they would learn, like, how to type properly, just to make sure you aren't like using two fingers in typing, which I know some people that can type really fast like that, but I'm pretty sure there's a point where it just isn't as fast as like normal typing. But anyways, you'd learn how to type, you'd learn, like, very basics of, like, how to use certain things. But also in the computer lab, teachers were allowed to use, like, fun math games, like, cool math games or something like that. Uh, and so sure enough, you know, Daniel and his friends in fifth grade were pretty excited because there's a couple weeks into fifth grade when they were allowed to go or when they had a class period, like, computer class or whatever. So, you know, Daniel and his friends were pretty, pretty excited to go over because... You know, I think some of them had, like, Xboxes at home, and maybe they had, like, family computers, but none of them, like, had a laptop themselves. So this is pretty cool for most of them. And then, you know, they walk over there, they go in there, and the first couple, like, the first week or so of, like, computer class is just learning how to type or whatever. But after a couple weeks, like, they no longer have computer class, but what they do have is math class because, I mean, they've had math class the whole time. But what they do is for, like, one day a week, like, on Thursdays or whatever, they're able to go to the computer lab to um, do, like, some kind of math game. Maybe coolmathgames.com, maybe something similar. It's like, you go on there, you're doing math, but it's made fun because it's been, like, it's made into a video game. You have a high score or whatever. But one thing about this was that it was, like, I think it was, I don't know if it was a website. Because I'm pretty sure, like, for some reason, the progress you made was only, like, saved on the computer itself. Like, you couldn't make an account and then log in at home or something like that. For some reason, because this is very important later on in the story, maybe the spoiled kid didn't have a computer at home, but for some reason, right, for some reason, you couldn't save your progress and pick it up on another device somewhere else you had to do it, like, at, you know, the computer here. So anyways, Daniel and his friends, you know, they were playing, like, the the cool math games type thing every single, or every single Thursday. It was kind of like an unofficial competition in the class, because the teacher herself wasn't trying to, like, push the who's gonna be number one, who's gonna be the best. She wasn't all for that, you know, competition, because she knows that people are at different levels in their kind of math journeys or whatever. But, you know, it was kind of like an unofficial thing for, like, kids in the class to kind of, like, compare with each, other and compete like via that but the person who really because like the thing was daniel liked it daniel's friends enjoyed it but the kid who really really and when i say really i mean really enjoyed it was the spoiled kid the spoiled kid enjoyed it so much that he would like every single day of the week besides thursday he would talk about how excited he is to go to the computer lab to do the math games or whatever which is like Shout out to the teacher for making, like, the math video game, like, for making math entertaining. Such to a point that, you know, this kid is waiting every single day, excited to go learn how to do math, you know? So, like, shout out to the teacher for them. However, the spoiled kid took it a little bit too far. So this is, like, a couple months into the program. They've been going uh, every Thursday for over a month at this point. And, uh, you know, one of these Thursdays, so basically the, the, the math computer class, is like the last class of the day for them and uh, so one of these days you know daniel and his friends you know they're pat they're done they walk back because like the computer lab is like in a separate building from all their other classes it's very close to the main school but it's in a separate building and daniel remembers that he accidentally left left his backpack in the main building so anyways daniel's like oh guys i'm sorry like i have to go back like i left my backpack in not the main building the computer building i'll meet you guys in a second since they all did a carpool together and they were like yeah man that's fine we'll just let our moms know that you know you're gonna be a second so daniel you know walks back to the computer lab and it's unlocked because like you might be thinking that they would keep it locked for like as soon as someone like you have to unlock it to go in or whatever before the incident that is about to happen they literally just left it unlocked until the janitor came around and cleaned it and then locked it themselves So, yeah, the computer lab was completely unlocked, which was good for Daniel because he left his backpack in there. So, Daniel is, like, walking into the computer lab. He opens up the door, and you know who he sees? He's not alone because he sees another person. He sees the spoiled kid. You know what the spoiled kid is doing at this moment? The spoiled kid is detaching the computer. He's, like, ripping out all the wires or whatever. And I don't know if there's, like, an Ethernet cable or something like this, but... And I don't know if these were desktops. I'm gonna assume that these were like laptops, like connected up, because if it was a desktop, I'm not totally sure what the Spoiled Kid was even thinking, but it very well could have been a desktop and the Spoiled Kid was just really in over his head. Because basically, right, you know, the spoil Kid goes on to like, he looks up at Daniel and Daniel looks at the Spoiled Kid. And it's kind of at a point where it's like, they just like, it's like the Spoiled Kid got caught, like in 4K, he's just looking at him and they're looking at each other, and that's when Daniel realizes that the spoiled kid is not just sticking behind to play more cool math games or whatever, but the spoiled kid is sticking behind to take the computer. He's taking the computer home with him, and uh, the spoiled kid, you know, very quickly says, like, you saw nothing, bro. Like, I just want to learn more math at home, so I'm taking this computer with me. Obviously, right, this is not something you should do. It's also not something you can do, right? But the thing was, Daniel wasn't trying to, I don't know, he wasn't trying to, like, mess with this kid. It's not like this kid was some big bully who had power and, like, ran the school mafia or something. But, you know, he just wasn't trying to have trouble. He wasn't trying to have beef with anyone. So Daniel's like, all right, man, like, that's fine. I, I don't want, like, I don't really care what you do. I'm not going to say anything. I don't want to have to deal with any repercussions or anything like that, so just, I was never here, I'm grabbing my backpack. So Daniel walks over to where his backpack is, and like, immediately the spoiled kid goes back to like, trying to unhook the computer. And Daniel grabs his backpack, and he just walks out. And as he's walking out, he sees the door open, and not the door to the computer lab, but the door to the very front of the computer lab to get into the building. And who walks in, but it's his teacher. And his teacher is like, Oh, hey Daniel, have a good day. And Daniel's like, Uh-huh, you too. Because he notices, he knows that there's only one place the teacher's going. She must have also left something in the computer lab, or for some reason she wanted to get in there herself. So Daniel knew for like a hundred percent sure that she was about to walk into the computer lab and she was about to see the spoiled kid ripping the wires out and trying to steal one of those computers. Real quick, if you made it this far into the video comments spoiled down below. I really would appreciate it. And i just like to see how many people made it this far into the video. And if you want to support the channel, the best way you can do so is just by watching old videos. And let me know in the comment section down below how many videos this week you've watched, like how many older videos, or also what do you do when you sit down and like binge watch a bunch of videos. It really does support the channel more than you can even imagine. And also just want to let you know, if you are a Spotify fan, these podcasts, these episodes are on Spotify as a podcast. It's the first link in the description. And finally, if you want to submit your own stories, you can submit them to either the DMs of my Twitter or Instagram. And also don't DM me saying, do I want a story? Yes, I do want one. Just submit it to me. I sometimes use stories that I received five minutes ago. I sometimes use ones I received four months ago. I sometimes scroll. Like I'm just, I'm like, just Be patient, man. Like, I will eventually probably get to it, but I also have so many DMs, I can't guarantee anything. Anyways, let's get back to the story. It's getting pretty juicy. So, anyways, you know, uh, Daniel is walking out, and he just knows, like, that, like, chaos is about to ensue. So, Daniel doesn't exactly walk out. He gets to the door and stops at the door because he just wants to listen to hear what's going on. And he hears the teacher go, Spoiled kid! What are you doing? And he hears the spoiled kid go, Um, um, because, like, what are you supposed to be- What do you say at that point? You have a desktop, or a laptop, but maybe a desktop, in your hands, you've completely unplugged it, you're probably trying to push it into your backpack or whatever, and you hear the teacher go on to say, Were you trying to take that home? The spoiled kid's like, No, no, I swear. And the teacher's like, Then what were you doing? Tell me what you were doing, or I'm forced to believe that you are trying to steal that. At this point, like, Spoiled Kid's like, um, um, and, and at this point, Daniel's like, all right, I gotta get out of here. Like, I can't be caught listening. She might be thinking I was part of this or whatever. So Daniel walks out, and he goes home, and the next day comes around, and the Spoiled Kid is in class, right? You know, and the Spoiled Kid's in class, and it's just very, like, Daniel was like, oh, he didn't get suspended or anything, like, that's crazy. However, a couple days go by, and, or the next week comes around, and it's eventually Thursday, and... The Spoiled Kid is no longer super happy, right? Because normally the Spoiled Kid is like so excited on Thursdays because it's the day where, you know, it's the cool math, cl- the CoolMathGames.com day, right? And that's when Daniel realizes as they're all walking out of the classroom to go to the computer lab that the Spoiled Kid is not moving. And that's when Daniel realizes the spoil Kid, he didn't get suspended, he didn't get expelled, he didn't get like anything like that. But what he did get A punishment far worse than any of that I'm just kidding but uh, the punishment he received was he was banned from the computer lab alright so hopping into the next story this one's actually really crazy I think you will actually enjoy this one more than the first one so make sure to stick around we're gonna call the subscriber Liam so anyways Liam was a college student right and uh, Liam had a girlfriend and it was just a really bad relationship Sometimes you hop into these things a little bit too quickly. You kind of have the butterfly period. You you, you look at someone with rose tinted glasses and you don't, you, you kind of ignore all the flaws. And like, I, I've definitely been there, I'm there all the time. It's something I worry about because I do see so many people with rose tinted glasses. Uh, that expression just means you really only see the good in them and you kind of ignore the bad until it's too late. So, anyways, you know, Liam was in a pretty toxic relationship. It just, I don't, it's, irrelevant the details just know it wasn't good so liam realizes it's time for him to break up so you know he asks like his girlfriend to meet him in this uh, kind of park or kind of like park type thing that was near the college because they both went to the same college they met in like one of their classes or whatever and he basically says hey like i don't think this is working out anymore i'm sorry like let's stay friends which let's stay friends literally just means politely we're breaking up, and we're not going to be friends, because the odds are you're not going to be friends. Some people are, but unlikely, is all I'm trying to say. But anyways, right, you know, the girlfriend does not take it very well. And it's super awkward for Liam, because, you know, this girl is like, no, like, we can work through this. And Liam's just not trying to have it, which, by the way, Liam's not in the wrong at all. If you don't feel comfortable in a relationship, you have no reason to stay. Like, there's no reason why you should, you know? Like, the other person might be like, I'm going to be so sad. Don't let them guilt trip you, man. You got to do what's good for you, you know? They would do the same thing if, if their roles were reversed, trust me. And uh, Liam's like, no, I'm sorry. Like, if there's anything you need me to do, let me know. If, like, but I, I just can't. We just can't be friends. We just can't be like that, you know? And, you know, the, you know, the girl goes on, like, to be like, no. Like, you can't be doing this to me. I've done so much for you. Like, he's trying to, like, guilt trip him back into it. And Liam just kind of puts his foot down and is like no. I'm just not, I'm just not doing that. Like at the end of the day, I don't care I don't really care what you say. I'm just not going to do that. And so anyways, right, you know, they break up officially. And I mean the girl is like very dragging her feet on this and Liam's like dude, I just can't. I'm sorry. And it's a very awkward and uncomfortable situation for all of them. And uh, Liam's just like, "Wow, that was that was kind of terrible. I did not enjoy that at all." So anyways Liam goes back to his you know his dorm room or whatever or no he doesn't live in a dorm he lives in off campus housing so he has a house but it's like funded or it's like subsidized by the school and he he drives back and he lives with a couple other people so he sits down they're like dude did you finally break up with her Liam says yes they're like yeah, okay you're the man we'll just have a chill night tonight so I don't know they're just playing like games or whatever and, you know, as they're on the Xbox, you know, Liam looks at his phone, and he gets a message on Instagram. Um, I don't know why he didn't get this as a text message, but uh, he got a message on Instagram. So he saw the notification. He saw it was from his ex-girlfriend, and it looked like a long paragraph. So he's like, oh, geez." Yeah, when this happens, when you break up with someone, you're probably going to get a few long paragraphs of, like, oh, my God. You're, all the stuff that they didn't really have the balls to say in person. That's just how it goes, man. And, and anyways, you know, he, get, he receives the text message. And he opens it up, or the Instagram DM opens it up, and it basically says, like, like, I really don't like how things went down today. I don't think that that's the right choice. I'm going to give you one chance to get back together with me, or bad things will happen. Which, first of all, if you're in a relationship, and you need to, like, give someone, like, if you need to threaten someone, just, just uh, th- threatening someone and being in a relationship should not be in the same sentence. Like, I love you so much love me or you shall perish, like, you just can't be throwing that around, right, so Liam, completely confused by, like, what she means by, you'll suffer the consequences, or whatever she said, goes on to say, basically, he, he's like, okay, he shows it to his boys, and they're like, dude, I don't know what, I I don't even know what to say here, like, this is crazy, she's crazy, like, you made the right call breaking up, but, like, I don't know what she's gonna do, And they were all pretty nervous because, like, who knows what she was going to do. Like, was she going to, like, tell people that he was actually a terrible person? Was she going to, I don't know, like, throw eggs at their house? A whole range of stuff that she might do. And so they're kind of just like, okay, um, you should respond to her and maybe ask what the the bad thing is. So Liam, you know, responds like, "Uh, can you tell me what, like, the consequences? Like, what do you mean by I'll suffer the consequences? Or whatever she said. She said something along those lines. And so she sees the message and she doesn't reply. Basically, it shows, like, Liam sees that she saw the message and she just doesn't reply to that. Which, in Liam's mind, means that, you know, she doesn't want to follow, like, what actually happened was that she just wasn't telling him anything else, but in Liam's mind and in Liam's friend's mind, she kind of, like, gave up, like, she was, like, decided to not go through with whatever she was going to go through with. So Liam and her friends were like, okay, well, it looks like she's chilled out. That was 100% not the case. In fact, it, was, it got significantly worse because the next day, you know, Liam wakes up and he's got a class at like 10. He's waking up at like 9.30. He's like, oh God, I got to get my car. He goes, out, he goes outside, gets his keys, whatever. So when Liam goes outside with his car keys, what he sees in front of him is like completely shocking. His front window on his car is completely smashed up. And this isn't like something fell on it because if like a rock fell or something in a tree fell, like a tree branch, more likely than a rock falling, right? If a tree branch fell on his car and it was big enough to do damage, you would have seen the tree branch in the car, right? This was very, and you could just tell by kind of the smash pattern that it was like a blunt object that like made contact with the the car window several times, right? It was very clear that that was the case. So all of a sudden Liam is like, he immediately puts two and two together because right before, you know, his his ex-girlfriend said, if you don't get back with me, you'll suffer the consequences. And then the next day he wakes up and his car windows all smashed up. The thing is, though, him and his friends invested in a Ring camera. I don't know if you guys know what those are, but or something similar to a Ring camera. Basically, it's a camera you put out, and if there's any motion, it not just records it, but it, like, notifies you on your app. So, like, he checks his ring. And sure enough, at, like, four in the morning that night, he got a notification that his ring was on. That no, they got a notification that there was, like, motion or whatever. And he checks the video. And sure enough, thank God that, like, the street lights were, like, bright enough that, you know, you could pretty, pretty clearly make it out. This isn't some, like, CCTV footage that you can barely... That has, like, six pixels entirely. And he sees the video... And sure enough, it's his girlfriend very clearly with, like, a hammer just whacking the front of his head, like, just whacking, like, the, the his window. And she goes off, and it just, like, at this point, Liam's like, okay, I'm not making it to first period today. So Liam goes to her Instagram DMs. He screenshots it. He screen records it. He does everything he needs to do to, like, make sure that she doesn't delete it and say that he faked it or whatever. And that's when he goes over to Instagram and says, hey, Like, I saw my car this morning. Like, I'm going to need you to pay. And then he tells her exactly how much he needs her to pay or, like, I'm pressing charges. And she responds like, like, that wasn't me. But, you know, bad things happen to people when they do bad things. I believe in karma. So at this point, this girl is trying to be like, ooh, this wasn't me, man. But you deserved it because you broke up with me. At this point, Liam now realized that she didn't know that, like, he had the footage. So at this point, Liam uploads the video. He downloads the video from Ring or whatever, and then he uploads the video and he sends it as a message on DM. And he says, hey, buy like, if I don't receive in my whatever, my Venmo or Cash App or something, X number of dollars, because I think he knew or looked up exactly how much it would cost to replace, like, like by the end of tonight, like I'm filing like, a, a police report and I will be pressing charges. Because he has the evidence. He has the evidence, like the, the motive, he has proof, he's got a perfect case. And the thing is, right, you know, the girl opens it, sees it, and doesn't respond for, like, hours. And Liam sends another message being like, yo, by the way, if I don't, like, receive, and he sends a follow-up saying, like, if I don't receive it by 9 tonight, that's when I'm, fi- when, that's when I'm filing, like, the report. At 8.55, he receives a message that he just received a, like, Venmo or Cash App, like, whatever, of X number of dollars. And it's a pretty big amount, right? And, at you know, this point, right, you know, Liam realizes that, okay, like, I won this one. Like, we're good. We're cool. Which, at one point, Liam was, like, five minutes away from filing a police report. He was actually going to do it like there was no reason for him not to because like not only would he have gotten his money back but then he also would have gotten this girl in trouble who definitely kind of deserved it cuz like if she didn't like get some kind of like repercussions she was just going to do it again. So yeah, Liam, you know, unfortunately had to spend all this time and you know getting his, you know, window fixed, but thankfully, you know, his window or his car window or whatever didn't cost him anything. I think it cost a little more than what he said cuz he underestimated, but either way Liam, at this point, is a lot more careful when he chooses his girlfriends from here on out.